Homeschooling is an epic investment of your time, energy, and on days, your sanity. Our goal is to come alongside you with weekly encouragement and practical help so you can homeschool boldly. Hey y'all, this is Kay, and I want to welcome you to episode 31 of the Homeschool Boldly podcast, brought to you by Homeschooling Today magazine, the magazine that makes you feel good, not guilty. In episode 23, we talked about asking ourselves a different question than the one we hear so often. You know, the infamous, what about socialization? I have to admit, at times my snarky, sarcastic side wanted to answer, because we wanted kids who were weird and didn't know how to live in the real world. We thought this was the best way. I didn't, though. And honestly, that question isn't really a bad question. Often, people simply want to know how our kids will make friends and learn about the social norms. And because all they've known is school growing up, they assume that's the only way to do it. But let's reframe the question a bit so that we can answer it for ourselves. So instead of feeling defensive, we can think clearly about what it means to socialize. Let's ask, how can I help my children build a strong community? Why? Because living in community is crucial to the spiritual, emotional, and cognitive development of our children. What skills do kids need in order to effectively deal with others, to make friends, to work with others? What do they need to live in community? One, teach them conflict resolution. It's easy to default to go work it out. And that's not necessarily bad, but have you actually taught your children how to go work it out? Here's some pointers for how to navigate conflict resolution. Know that it's okay for you to step in and help your children figure things out, especially when they are young and learning and so full of emotion. Model good conflict resolution with your spouse, friends, and them. Allow your kids to feel and to own up to their feelings. Sometimes the person who is hurt needs to sit in that feeling a bit and may not be ready to extend forgiveness. Sometimes the one who does wrong needs to wait to say I'm sorry so it's sincere and they aren't just trying to get out of trouble. Now, no, I'm not advocating that you let the conflict drag out and fester. But to be okay with a time of uncomfortableness, tell them it's okay to separate and get their emotions under control first. You can also help them come up with options or compromises. Challenge them to set aside what they want sometimes and remind them that relationships are hard work, but worth it. Learning to resolve conflicts begins at home with one another. Create this team mentality with your family and encourage strong sibling relationships. Make sure to have a lot of fun together. Laugh often, love much, as the phrase goes. Which brings us to the next skill. Teach them about what love really is. In our society, people emphasize that love is a feeling. But even though feelings are involved, it's really a choice. An active choice on our parts to look out for the good of others and not just ourselves a choice to set aside what we want at times, and even a choice to put up boundaries when necessary. This is a great time to study the one another passages in the Bible. They are filled with practical ways we can love not just our immediate family, but our church family as well. Teach your kids about humility. 
Philippians 2 is also a great passage to study as a family. It says in verses 3 through 5, Do nothing out of selfish ambition or vain conceit. Rather, in humility, value others above yourselves, not looking to your own interests, but each of you to the interest of the others. In your relationships with one another, have the same mindset as Christ Jesus. The scripture continues showing how Jesus is our ultimate example. I used to define humility as a proper perspective of who we are in light of who God is. But over time, I've added this phrase to it. And in light of the other people in my life who God created in his image. Teach them to listen and communicate well. Listening really is key in good communication. We get so committed to what we want to say that we often don't hear what the other person is saying. We're too busy coming up with a response, a point, or a gotcha. One sign that this is an issue? Interrupting others before they are finished speaking. I hate to admit this, but I find myself doing this way too often. Sometimes I get so excited about a topic, and sometimes I simply think I need to let the other person know how right I am. Admitting you have a problem really is the first step, though, right? I'm trying to learn to slow down and really listen to other people more. Now, this takes practice, especially for us Southern women who love to talk. Bless our hearts. Once again, modeling what this looks like is incredibly important. How we talk and listen to our kids will teach them how to do the same with us and their siblings and their friends. As we are teaching them these skills, and yes, it takes time, we can help them practice outside the home too. Some of us have to be more intentional than others. Some of us have to get out of our own comfort zones to do it. And some of us need to be careful not to do too much socializing or what we're now going to call it community building. There are plenty of opportunities from church to clubs to sports and more. And if there aren't as many chances to build community where you live, then maybe you need to step out and help create them. A group of us moms set up monthly socials for our teens for years, and it was totally worth it. When issues arise, and they will, guide them in coming up with solutions to problems instead of simply quitting. However, there are times it's important to know when to quit or remove them from the situation. When they are struggling to make friends, talk about ways to be a good friend. While they are still living in your home is the perfect time to help them gradually spread their wings more and more. Knowing you are a safe place to come back and land, knowing you are there to talk about things and help them figure this all out is invaluable. What an incredible opportunity we have to teach our kids real, beneficial social skills. That's definitely not the norm. But this is what makes creating a natural learning home so incredible. You are setting them up to thrive, not just academically, but in all areas of life. Now go and homeschool boldly. Remember, you've got this. He's got you. This podcast is brought to you by Homeschooling Today magazine. Homeschooling Today is a quarterly magazine created by real people with a passion for honesty and encouragement. You won't find articles telling you everything you're not doing. Instead, you'll find homeschooling parents who have walked where you are or are currently on the path and want to help you succeed. We want to invite you to subscribe today and join the growing movement of parents who are setting aside comparisons, taking control of their children's education, choosing courage over fear, 
letting God lead, and homeschooling boldly. Visit homeschoolingtoday.com to learn more.